Hello and welcome to ESP Tipcast 122. Subpar races. What's the deal? Hey folks, we are back with our 122nd podcast and this one actually revisits podcast 118 that I posted up not too long ago. And a recent race really had me thinking back to kind of that subpar race performance and trying to get to the bottom of it. But this is a little bit different. And I know a lot of people often experience very similar outcomes that I do, either in training or in racing. And I wanted to talk about a recent experience I had in a mountain bike race because it seemed to mirror my experience that I had in a recent trail race. And now in that tip cast, I talked about keeping your results in perspective. And certainly if you have a subpar performance and you have a good result, uh, that's great. But what if you actually have an off day or a bad result? And and now you're thinking, well, you know, what's going on? Uh, you know, I showed up to this race, didn't do well. And a lot of times, I think athletes mistake the whole prioritizing races as a way of, of uh, you know, getting out of jail. You know, so it's kind of that get out of jail free card. Ah, oh, it's just a C race, just a C race. Doesn't, you know, it doesn't really count. And and while that's true. Uh, if you add up a lot of bad C races, a lot of low priority races, uh, it really starts to demoralize you more than you think. And so it's always, always worth taking a look at all of your race results, all your race performances and getting to the bottom of it. So with that, uh, we're back to this idea of keeping it in perspective as far as a poor performance, but we don't want to sweep it under the rug. We don't want to discount it and just say, oh, it's a one-off performance. Now, in my recent experience, I've had two races where I felt off. I just didn't feel like I was riding well or I was running well. And in this past race, it was actually a mountain bike race. It was very early in the race. I knew my legs didn't feel that good. And really, I went from being in third place to about 15th place in the span of about, I don't know, a mile of single track. And so that really hurt my morale for the rest of the race and, and, you know, as it were, I ended up catching a few people, but then, you know, they, they ended up passing me and I got passed by some other people. Uh, and it was just a very frustrating day. Uh, and so the next thing you have to ask yourself is, well, was it an off day? Okay. Well, yeah, sure. It could have been an off day for me, but there, there seemed to be a training pattern and a racing pattern here. And in both times I had had fairly hard training weeks, but I felt like I gave myself enough recovery time. And so the next question you want to ask yourself is that, yeah, if it was an off day, does it match your training? Okay. If your training says that you're going good, but your races don't really jive with that, that, that training that you're seeing, then you might actually have a timing issue. And by timing, I mean your timing of your training and recovery is wrong. Okay. And it's not just about rest. You know, we always hear, oh, got to make sure you rest enough. You want to make sure you're recovered for the race. And that is true. But oftentimes our bodies respond kind of weird to recovery and particularly rest days. And in my case, I feel like I was putting a lot into my training on, say, Tuesday and Wednesday. I felt good on both days, really tired by Thursday, Uh, did a lot of good recovery on Thursday and Friday, but maybe 
you know, I'm still kind of in that recovery mode. So you want to make sure that you play around with that because going into the season, you've got to time your more important races correctly. And it's very much like trying to time that taper. Okay. If you're, if you taper maybe too long or you taper too slowly, a lot of times you can kind of come in and feel flat. And so I think that's part of my issue. And so for me, I went back and I said, okay, well, I've got to change my training. And so one of the first things I did over the next couple of weeks, because I've got some more races coming up, is I'm going to do less training at the front end of the week. Okay, I'm still going to train hard, but I'm not really going to hammer myself. But the other thing I want to do is make sure that I actually get in a training day before the race, because a lot of times you want to bring yourself out of that recovery mark. The next thing you want to look at and this goes hand in hand with the training, is you want to look at your nutrition. Specifically, again, timing. Timing matters. Uh, And in this case, nutrient timing. And in particular, looking at uh, nutritional strategies like train low. So training with low carbohydrates or maybe sleep low. And when I looked at my own training, I was seeing, again, that same pattern. I was was very, uh, or, or I was training very well but I was also implementing either a sleep low strategy or train low. And again, that can deplete your fuel stores, particularly your, your, uh, your muscle glycogen, and that can have an impact on performance. So the other thing that I did, uh, because again, I'm, I'm in that period of the season where I'm trying to get my weight down, is that I've actually tried to cut back on my calories, but I've tried to increase my carbohydrate intake. And so it's kind of a a lower calorie, but a higher carbohydrate diet, which is not something I've done in recent years, but I've I've done two things. Okay. And so I I don't want to do a lot. And that's really where my last tip comes from, because you want to make sure that you don't make tons and tons of changes. You don't want to try to change everything, change your training, change your recovery, change your nutrition. So I looked at two very small changes that I could make here. And in this case, nutrition and training wise, uh, and then I can move forward and see how my race goes in the upcoming weekend. Well, folks, that is it for TipCast 122. I hope this was helpful. If you have more questions on this topic or any topic, feel free to email me at esppodcast at gmail.com. That's esppodcast at gmail.com. You can also head on over to my website, www.espanswers.com. Hit the donate button, support this podcast, and show us how much you love us. Until next time, folks, if you're not thinking ahead, you're falling behind. Later.